This is an ABC podcast. How do you feel about your partner watching porn in a relationship? Normally, I'd be doing a back and forth with my girl Dee Salmon, but she has COVID from Splendor. <laughs> Lol, who could have predicted? Pip Rasmussen with you right now, and I certainly could. But anyway, back to what I was saying. I've not really had an issue in my relationships with porn. Although, one time I did have a partner who kept feeling guilty about his porn watching habits and kept telling me about it, and I was like, okay, cool, like, I don't care, and also I don't need to know every time you watch something, because now it's weird and you're making it weird. But yeah, I think I've kind of got that attitude of out of sight, out of mind, and honestly, I truly don't mind if someone watches porn. But a few of you got in touch with us as you were dealing with your partner watching porn in your relationship. And it was making you feel pretty shitty about yourself. I feel like I sit in the middle in terms of the position of it because I wouldn't go as extreme as saying it's like cheating or that it's disrespectful or something towards your partner. But um, I do think it can make the other person, like for me, it, it makes sort of me feel devalued and I guess to an extent insecure at some points because being in a monogamous relationship, um, I kind of want my partner to only find me attractive and sort of not need or want another outlet because I feel like a lot of porn really sets some unexpected standards it can't really reach unachievable um and so you know you kind of want your partner to love you for like the way you look and the way you act and and sort of everything to do with it and sort of you want to be able to fill all their needs which sometimes isn't completely realistic but I guess when you can't it sort of feels like you're not doing enough it brings out that insecurities within you. Um, I guess you're worried that there's something better out there, especially with Instagram showing a lot of girls who are half naked. So there's a lot of competition. Um, so you're always comparing yourself. Um, and yeah, it's just it's just kind of constantly on your mind. Are they watching? And is it better than you? And um, why aren't you not good enough? So. Yeah, I guess they say that um, you're the most beautiful thing or you turn them on excessively or um, they find you incredibly, um, I guess, I guess, yeah, you're everything to them in the bedroom, but then um, they still watch porn um, on a daily basis or every second day. Um, is it something that they need as like their coffee or is it a routine thing? Is it nothing to do with us? Um, so I guess it just, yeah, it's that insecurity coming out. Um, like, are you just not good enough or is it true? Are you the most sexy thing in their life? My first experience with a boyfriend and porn was negative considering I didn't put out as um, some might say, he decided to just roll over right there next to me and take care of it himself using porn. Um, and that was really upsetting for me. And I guess that probably it started off um, me not liking porn, as well as also personal insecurities as well. Um, just because, you know, that's not how I look and that's not what I do and stuff like that. So, it's not me um, and, you know, I sort of think, in my opinion, the way I feel is if your partner's watching porn, it's to get something other than you and, look, that might just be the way that my brain works because I know a lot of people are completely fine with it. They think it's awesome 
Um, just, but personally, insecurity and anxieties, I think, cause that for me. So yeah, as you just heard, there's quite a lot of insecurities that are tied up with your partner watching porn, all centering around the idea that by them watching someone else on a screen, you're not good enough, that you're not attractive enough, or that the porn your partner watches doesn't represent you or how you act or what you can do in the bedroom. And this is totally fine because everyone has fantasies. When we look at porn, it lives in its own entity, uh, I guess, of individual pleasure. And what people watch themselves for their own fantasy, you should be allowed to have privacy around that. And so we often will fantasise about something quite different to what we have in our everyday life because that's what a fantasy is. That's Alinda Small. She's a relationship counsellor and sex therapist. And like Alinda said, these fantasies exist in their own right, separate from your relationship. And you should each have your own sexual autonomy. I think it's one of those things that, you know, you're allowed your individual sexuality. You should have your own fantasies. Those fantasies shouldn't be reflective of your partner and they shouldn't have to compete with it. They, they, they live autonomously. You should have your own sexuality. I mean, if you're not sexual with yourself, it's really hard to be sexual with someone else, right? So that sort of autonomous sexuality is really important. We can't be everything to what our partner needs or wants. It's just not possible. Relationship therapist and sexologist Tanya Coons agrees and says you've got to be realistic about it. We need to realise that we can't meet 100% of our partner's needs in a relationship. It is not possible and it's too much responsibility and it's unrealistic for anyone to be expecting or assuming that, right? So we need to know, like I I say to people all the time, if you're getting 75% of your needs met in a relationship, you're doing pretty well, yeah? 100% is a really high target. And it's going to cause pressure. So we need to bear that in mind. And that can apply to sexual relationships as well. Tanya gets the insecurity and where it's coming from. But again, porn as a private fantasy is an entirely separate thing to you and your sexual relationship. It can feel for people like they're being cheated on. It it can feel for them like they feel like they should be behaving or doing the things that they see the folk in the porn doing. Or they can feel intimidated and think, I need to look like the people in the porn that my partner's looking at. And often results in them feeling not good enough or not sexual enough or not sexy enough. Whereas their partners are often trying to explain to them, this is a separate activity to you and I. I think you're sexy and hot. I love what we do. The porn is something different and it's part of my sexual repertoire. It's in no means any negative reflection on yourself. So how do you bridge that gap and start believing your partner when they say, watching porn doesn't make my attraction or love for you any less? Like, how do you actually come to terms with it and believe them? Because that's what I was hearing a lot of you struggling with. Well, here's Alinda. I kind of think about two ways of addressing that. One way of addressing it is that male sexuality is often very different to female sexuality. And so for men, if it's three to four days, they regenerate sperm. So quite often they will feel quite excited every third or fourth day. And they sort of often masturbate more than women generally um, because of that. And women are quite different. So if you explain the science behind it, it's a functioning thing that, that happens. But also, you know, I think it's just conversation between people because All the trouble happens, Pip, when someone decides they know why someone's doing something and they're pretty sure that they've got the answer without saying to your partner, hey, listen, are we okay? What's your sexuality like? What are we like? You know, it's it's when you don't speak to your partner and you might 
catch them or see a history of, of watching porn. And then you start, you know, this whole sort of story about what they're watching, why it's not like you. And we're really good at that. That thought becomes a really big story. And then that story becomes the emotion and, and behaviour instead of actually going straight to your partner and saying, hey, how do we balance this in our life? And, and how does it, you know, how do we feel more connected? Conversation changes everything. It's the thinking that causes destruction. So don't catastrophize things, you know, like don't get in your head about it. And Alinda can't stress enough, talk to your partner about it. And, you know, often I say a thought is just a thought until you give it a story. And you don't actually know the story until you go to your partner and say, hey, listen, don't I turn you on? Do you prefer this? And then you give them the option to go, no, this is just about me and my fantasy model. You know, I, I have a great intimacy with you and, and, you know, I'm attracted to you, but I'm also allowed to have that just as, you know, I'm sure the female partner in the scenario we're talking about would have as well. So how do you know if there's anything you actually need to be worried about? Alinda says it's all about balance. If your partner is not engaging with you sexually but watches a lot of porn without you, it could be a red flag. What's healthy and what's healthy porn watching is when you've got a really good sex life and you have intimacy in your relationship and then watching a bit of porn is fine as long as it's not instead of and I guess that's where we have those problems that, you know, couples and, and often, you know, one partner will find the other person watching porn and say, why not me? I'm here. You know, why are you watching that? Um, and everyone's entitled to their own sexuality. And in fact, it's healthy to have that in a relationship, to have your own sexuality. But the line is, if you don't have a good intimate life and one partner chooses to spend their sexuality alone, then that's not conducive to a good relationship. So that's where we have that tip over to what's a good balance and what's an unhealthy balance. Tanya's seen this happen with clients and in some cases it's been a confidence issue. I think we need to be careful because sometimes uh, people will substitute masturbation uh, if they're not feeling confident with their partner. Um, I know a lot of clients I have with penises have felt so stressed about trying to pleasure um, partners that they're playing with that have vulvas and they're not quite sure how vulvas work or what their partner likes. Their partner hasn't been very clear in letting them know what works. Uh, so they can get so anxious that they prefer to just go and be alone and masturbate than to spend time working out what their partner wants. That's definitely a thing. That's something you should keep in mind here. You might be dwelling on why they're watching heaps of porn thinking, fuck, they don't find me hot anymore or they're not into me. But in actual fact, they're so worried about doing you right in the bedroom that they're too scared to even try. So again, communicate. And like Alinda said, don't let that thought grow into a made-up story. I spoke to a few people about how they went about talking to their partners about their insecurities with porn. And I asked about how they went about bringing up their worries with their partners and how their partners reacted. And it was all really supportive. No one was really shunned or made to feel like shit. But it felt a little one-sided to me. Like some partners reassured them that they'd stopped, which, if true, is a big sacrifice in my eyes. And if they're lying, well, then that's really helping no one. But one person I chatted to, Emma told me about how she and her partner compromised on watching porn. So what does that even look like? Well, she said that they had a really open and honest conversation about it, and she encouraged him to go directly to her when he was craving it. So maybe instead of watching porn or when he thinks, you know, this might be a time I want to watch porn, maybe come to me instead and see if we can sort something out. And I've said to him, like, if he is thinking of watching porn or looking at porn, 
then, you know, let me know and I'll send you some stuff. How's that worked out for you so far? Has it been working? Yeah, I think it's getting there. Like, obviously, nothing's going to be fixed overnight. And it's going to take some time to adjust to that for him to be, you know, comfortable enough to come to me every time and not feel like he's putting too much pressure on me, if that makes sense. It also makes me realize because I have agreed to that and suggested that, that I have to uphold my part of the deal as well. Um, And obviously, like you can have the negotiation in that time, like when he might come to me and it might be just something small or it might be full on like it doesn't have to just always be you know sex itself I brought this up with Alinda she reckons that this is definitely a way to like up the ante in a sense you know increase that arousal and play between a couple which is great on paper but she does reckon that this could be gatekeeping porn in a kind of unhealthy way as it prevents the partner from having their own sexual autonomy porn gives you a big dopamine hit really quickly right and so it's because it's a bit taboo often it's a bit different it's fast it's hard they kind of know how to do it so if you want to replicate that in your relationship it's the play isn't it it's the fun it's the sexting it's the photos that you might send it's kind of the it's the you know the lead up to something it's the playfulness that exists in it but again I'd be really cautious to say um, in a case where someone is almost you know gatekeeping the porn watching of their partner Unless they've got a problem, you know, I, I, it pathologizes it a bit and I don't like that. I don't like the idea that it feels like if you get tempted to be naughty, you tell me because then that takes it away from their autonomy. So I just think it's something we've got to learn to accept that you should have individual sexuality and porn can be part of that as long as your relationship is good. That said, I don't mind that couples talk and they want to up the playfulness and the fun and this sort of, I guess, the lead up to it because that's really what full play is, isn't it? Here's another thing that came up in this whole discussion. What about following IG models and stuff like that on Insta? Jessie got in touch with us about this, as she feels really put off by her new boyfriend who follows lots of lingerie models. A friend of mine and her boyfriend had recently broken up. I mean, it was for a lot of reasons, but part of it was to do with her boyfriend sort of following, you know, people on Instagram, models, porn stars, things like that. But it was, yeah, it was more about on Instagram. We'd never sort of talked about the porn aspect of that. And then Curiosity, which obviously killed the cat, led me to look through my partner's Instagram, which I regret, but at the same time, like, that's the nature of Instagram. And I saw this stuff and I think what was upsetting to me about it is that I feel like if you watch Pornhub or whatever, you've you've consciously set time aside to do that. And someone once told me that that's like self-care, so I can understand that. But I feel like what's upsetting about it on Instagram is that... It's just in your feed, like it's going to pop up in your everyday life kind of thing. And then when I went down an internet rabbit hole about it, all these people were like, yeah, my boyfriend messages these models on it. And I was like, shit, I never even thought about messaging. I had just thought, here are these photos of them. So we're still sort of relatively new, but I know that at some point, like when I put him on my store or something, my friends are going to request to follow him. I don't want them to follow him because they could easily suss it out. Like porn and masturbation, like that's cool, but it seems like a very private thing to me. But this is like out there and that, that seems odd and sort of upsetting to me. But what can you do here? How can you bring it up without sounding controlling? I asked Tanya about it and here's what she had to say. 
Yeah, I would probably have a chat with my partner about that and just say, hey, you know, I looked at your Insta and it's pretty cool, but I also see that you're following a lot of folks that, that you know, they're pretty out there sexually. And uh, what does that mean for you? You know, be a little curious. Like, uh, is that something that you're just looking at? Is that stuff for your spank bank? Uh, and, you know, I want my friends to IG because I think we're really cute and we're getting to that stage. But I feel a bit weird uh, just sort of adding all of those people that sort of will come across into their world because they can see what you're up to. Before we wrap up, I want to emphasise along with Tanya and Alinda that porn is what you make of it. Yeah, there are people who are relying on porn too much. There's definitely an addiction that can come with it. And that could be a whole different episode. <laughs> But I want to zero in on how it can be used to actually elevate your relationship. It can be really great to watch porn together. It's a way of talking about your fantasies without really talking about them. You know, you can show people what's cool without having to use too many words. I like this. What do you think? Or share porn with each other. It might be that you send little clips to each other and say, this is hot. Do you want to try something like this tonight? You can use porn as a turn on. It's like, hey, let's go upstairs and look at some porn and see what happens. It can also be a source of discovery, like looking at things that you had not thought about trying or might be new or, or just looking at it in detail going, how are those people doing that? Is this something that we could try? Uh, so you can add some, some different things into your sexual repertoire by looking at what other folks are doing. As we've been talking about in this episode, porn and that kind of use of masturbation is completely separate to a sexual relationship, especially if it's a private thing. But it doesn't have to be private. You can share it with other people, like Tanya's just said. And a lot of you got in touch to tell us about how you use it together and how it's been the best thing ever. Maybe once or twice a week we'll chuck it on the TV and sort of just get into bed together and watch for a bit until, you know, we're sort of a bit turned on. And then, yeah, we just sort of get down and dirty, I guess you could say. We um, play with each other until we get off. And sometimes I even just um, watch her watching and watch her get off to it. And I get off to her getting off and, yeah, stuff like that. So it's, it's all good fun, you know. I know that my current casual partner desires me and I desire them. And we have fun watching porn together or sending each other things or even masturbating by ourselves. We know it doesn't get in the way of our relationship and we understand each other's likes and dislikes and wants and so forth. I know I'm not always going to be there to fulfill their desires 24-7 and they know the exact same. So we do what we want to as long as we're being open and honest with each other. It's totally okay. Watching, reading or listening to ethical porn is a safe way to explore new fantasies and to even find new and exciting things to do with your partner or partners. Also, watching porn together is so much fun. I'm a huge advocate for porn in a relationship. My husband and I have a very healthy, committed relationship and we watch porn together often and we'll play with each other while we're watching it and it is super hot. Um, and we spend a couple of nights a week apart uh, for work and so he'll sometimes send me videos of like things he's seen and I get to watch them and think about him and it's super hot. I love it. I don't have any trust issues. I think he can admire any woman's body that he wants to. As long as he worships mine at the end of the day, I'm totally happy. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope it helped if you're struggling with your partner watching porn. 
Most of all, I really hope you're feeling empowered by this because a lot of people I spoke to were really insecure and anxious and it just doesn't have to be that way. It might take a little bit of time to get your head around it and like reframe how you feel about porn and maybe a little bit of a tough conversation with somebody about it just to let them know how you're feeling. But in the end, you shouldn't feel threatened by what they watch and if they tell you that they love you and they think that you're the fucking tits then believe them. Because you probably are. Come on. Look at you. Anyway, hope this helped. And I will catch you next week, hopefully with Dee. Um, get in touch with us anytime via email, thehookup at abc.net.au, or you can hit us up on Insta. That's at Triple J, The Hookup. We always love to hear from you. We love to hear your dilemmas, anything you need help with, any observations you've made, any great stories. Get in touch because we are obsessed with you. All right, I'm going to go. Bye.